Hi, hello everyone. This is Tommy Xie from OCBC Treasury Research. Welcome to OCBC Insights. The Chinese economy contracted by 6.8% year-on-year. That was the first contraction since the end of Cold War. But China's equity market ended the day higher today. What does this mixed reaction tell us? In today's broadcast, I want to share three points about Chinese economy. First, the health check. Let's see where we are for China. Although all major Chinese economic indicators contracted in March, the pace of the contraction has narrowed. The most notable improvement was industry production. March industry production only fell by 1.1%, improving from 25% decline in February. This shows the distortion from the supply-side shock has been contained. Although China's production staged a nice V-shaped recovery thanks to orderly resumption of work, there is no visible recovery in consumption due to three reasons. First, China's containment measures this run is much tougher than that in 2003 during the SARS outbreak. As such, it may take a long time for all activity to return to normalcy. Second, as a result of lockdown and the rising living costs, China's real average disposable income fell by 3.9% year-on-year. That was the first decline since China published the data from 2013. Third, the global outbreak of COVID-19 in March also weighed down the sentiment in China, which may affect consumption capability. That's why consumption picture in China was still not so rosy. In my second part of the podcast, let me share four silver linings I observed from the first quarter data. First, Property investment remained a key countercyclical driver for Chinese economy. China's property investment actually returned to positive growth in March. Second, activity in high-tech sec- high sector remained very strong. High-tech manufacturing output in March rose by 8.9% year-on-year. The information, communication, and the software sector alone lifted GDP growth by 0.6% in the first quarter. Third, consumption pattern has changed. We are seeing more people moving to online shopping. Online retail sales of goods rose by 5.9% year-on-year in March, accounting for 23.6% of the total retail sales in China. So that, that shift could be the same story for the global story. Fourth, China sold more than 46,000 units excavators in March. That was the record high number. This is an important leading indicator of construction activity in China. So we can say we do expect higher construction activities in the coming months. So now we talk about the bright spots. Does this mean we are going to see a strong V-shaped recovery for China in the coming quarters? I think it's too early to say that, as China is facing a more severe demand shock as a result of sudden stop of global economy. The challenge for lots of Chinese exporters right now has changed from when can I deliver in February and early March to whether can I deliver in late March and April. So overall, we think the first quarter is likely to mark the bottom for Chinese economy. We do expect Chinese growth to recover in the second quarter on the back of investment. However, the recovery is likely to be slow due to the demand shock as well as the sluggish consumption outlook. As such, we expect the Chinese 
economy to grow by about 2.1% year-on-year in the second quarter. For the whole year of 2020, the recovery trajectory will depend on the development of COVID-19 globally. Should US and Europe are able to reopen the economy in June, we expect China to grow by about 3.6% year-on-year in 2020. If the reopen of the economy postponed or disrupted by the third wave of the infections, then the Chinese economy may slow down further to 1.6%. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.